You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. I'm I'm just going to throw it out here. If the Cowboys do not sign a high-end running back or draft one in the first two rounds, I'm ready to fire the general manager. That seems like I'm... (laughs) I'm already ready to fire him. I'm just giving you another reason. Uh, I'll be. This is as I watch this running back crop unfurl, and I see Derrick Henry, and I see Saquon, and now I see Austin Eckler, and I know Jacobs is kind of out there. These are four backs that have proven over time that, given the opportunity, they will be successful. And I have no reason to doubt that any one of these four can rush for 1,500 yards and give you eight to ten touchdowns if given the opportunity. And you'd be crazy not to go spend the limited amount of money that you're going to have to spend to go get what is really 10, five years ago. These are $30 million guys. $30 million. Well, I mean, I'm talking about the highest paid echelon of this position. You have four of them floating around that you're going to get for about a third of what their value was just a couple of years ago. Okay, so Tony Pollard finished, and nothing is ever about one statistic. True. Tony Pollard finished the highest of all these rushers in terms of yardage on the ground last year. He barely uh, hit 1,000 yards, had 1,005. Um, Saquon had 962. Um, looking for your boy Austin Eckler, who you spoke incredibly passionately about. I'm a fan. Um, he finished with fewer rushing yards than Zeke Elliott last year. Now, granted, he only played in 14 games. Um, he is not necessarily a reliable player in that respect. Uh, Josh Jacobs, let's see here, where is Josh Jacobs? I've lost him uh, in the fold of all this. He, I'm sorry, I, I overlooked him. He finished with 805 rushing yards. Dude, uh, I mean, I'm like, there's just no reason to do this. <laughs> why? To- Explain to me why exactly we think that we can go draft or free agent our way out of the situation we found ourselves. I don't know that it's a situation, though. I think that that's a dramatic spin on this. I think that... We dilute. We have diluted this conversation to say running backs don't matter. That's not a fair characterization. What is a fair characterization is, generally speaking, there are always exceptions to the rule, but generally speaking, running backs are not positions worth devoting serious resources or serious capital towards. If you look at, again, if we want to stick with this particular measurement, rushing yards last year, the exceptions to the rule, Christian McCaffrey had 1,459 rushing yards last season, the very, very clear exception. Derrick Henry had 1,167 rushing yards last year. He is 29 years old at the moment, so you're talking about now getting north of that proverbial hill. Outside of that, Kyron Williams, third, literally brand-new player in the NFL. James Cook, DeAndre Swift, his first season with the Eagles. James Conner, weirdly kind of an exception. um, Has kind of had a weird weird productive uh, career. The point is that you can find, generally speaking, with average – you know, average capital players who can, I don't want to say suffice, but who can be very, very, very good. 
So if you want to go out and you want to draft a running back on even day two, you want to spend a second or third round pick that's a little rich for my blood, but still you're, you're an early day three pick, although you don't have a fourth round pick because it was so important to trade for Trey Lance. But still, you want to draft somebody? Fine. You want to pair him with one of these veteran running backs? By all means, I'm good with that. But I am in no way interested in signing anybody like this and giving them the ball, I don't know, something like 250 times because it's just not going to work out. It's a it's a young man's game at the position that's an unfortunate reality and a result of the attrition of playing in the NFL. Um, and, and I'm not even opposed to that veteran you know compliment being Tony Pollard. I mean, because the... The fact that all of these running backs are going to be on the market would suggest that, that market rate is going to be significantly lower than the franchise tag value. Yes. So if you, if you can get somebody for five million, a nice two year, five million a year uh, deal for one of these guys, by all means. But that's the cap as far as I'm what I'm willing to pay. I think if you have an opportunity to go get somebody who brings a skill set that is above and beyond the average that is more than you could have even thought you could get before. And even though it might be a little bit more out of your budget than you expected, it is still a bargain. And I think when I look at Saquon, if you can get this kid in for $10 million, that franchise number, the number that you're used to spending already, if you can get it for $12 million. I, when, was I, the last, when was the last time you bought a TV? Uh, let's see. It's probably been about four years, five years, four or five years. So over the weekend, I went with my in-laws, um, to get my mother-in-law a smartwatch. She, she was in the market for a smartwatch. Mm-hmm. I actually texted you and asked yes. you about yours. Yeah. Um, and, uh, when we were there, we walked, I mean, how could you not walk past an 85 inch television? There were actually five different brands of 85 inch televisions. How many, how much do you think that they went, were going for 85 inch televisions? Uh, 800. You're very close. You didn't go over, so you are eligible for the showcase. Eight hundred fifty dollars, and so that's kind of what running backs are. Like you're almost kind of like, but you can get the four (laughs) K super refresh five hundred yada 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 in Saquon, or I can get the I can also get another eighty five that most of the time works. But when I start watching those movies, it gets a little jittery, and or if I start watching some with a few flashes, the refresh won't keep up. Most of the time, it's good, but when I really want it, when I've really invested the money for the eighty five big time and i'm watching tom cruise jump his motorcycle off into the abyss and i get a little bit of the the little bit of the vibrate that's the difference between saquon and pollard and i would rather spend a little bit more money so when the big time events the playoff games the things that matter i don't get the i get the straight up feed and i think if you have the chance to go get a barkley and he's the only one i'm putting in this category i don't say the same about Derek. i don't say the same about eckler jacobs is close but the guy that i look at and go he's a difference maker given the opportunity he could provide me two or three games of mccaffrey and stuff and if maybe three of those carries means touchdowns that i hadn't gotten before and that might mean two other wins it's worth it to me i say you're crazy if you let somebody else and go get a down market saquon even if it's more than your budget said it's still far less than what he's worth i think i agree with john dyer in the brigade bar says rob knocked this tv analogy out of the park that's what i like a you know, like a, a dad setting up the little kid taking T-ball swings. I just lobbed, lobbed it up, Rob, and you just poof. Um, 
I agree with the the thought. I just there's nobody I'm willing to stand for that much. Like if if you you know because I I think that that logic holds true. If there is a you know exceptional talent on the board, if you're if there is, truly is somebody you say I am willing to pay you know above the surplus value mm-hmm. because there is a surplus of stock and they're all going for this price. But I'm willing instead of the eight fifty, I'm willing to pay a grand because I believe that. It's worth that tiny extra difference for that moment, for that Tom Cruise movie. I just don't feel like Saquon is that guy. And like he's close. And you're right. And why the, is that? Let, let's go. Let's address that. Why? Because that guy, three years ago, holy cow! You know that well, guy. Three, three years ago, he was brand new, and that's the reality of this. I mean, not even three years ago. At that point, you know, there was a, he. He had that phenomenal rookie season. Then he got hurt. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Different. You know this, that, or the other. And so it just has never really worked. And the position is so dependent on so many other circumstances. So you're right. If there were somebody out there, I, I'm, I'm with you. You know what? You're right. Let's, let's just pay a little bit more right now, and we will be very happy when we watch the select things that we want to have that quality for. But the, the parts involved here are really interchangeable in my mind. That's why I'm like, you know what? All five brands are 850. Pick one. You know what I mean? Pick, pick the one you like yeah. the most, and, and we're good. So – and and that's that's what this is ultimately going to come down to. I'm not saying don't sign anybody on the open market in free agency, but it's probably going to be one of these guys. And if you want to pair them with somebody else, you know what I mean, to, to go with it, like I said, you want to get a brand new player in the draft and, and have yourself a nice little committee, great, let's do that. That's the right way to go about this. But you do not want to be paying serious money because you're just coming off of paying Tony Pollard $11 million for the franchise tag, and this presents – Back to the TV analogy, you mentioned it was about four years ago. You're not quite in line for a new TV yet, but there's nothing like when you are in line for a oh. new thing, and it's a, it's a refresh. The, the Cowboys are about to refresh their running back room for the first time in almost a decade, and I know that sounds like a dramatic way to put it, but mm-hmm. it's the truth. A year ago, they said goodbye to Zeke Elliott, obviously, but they had Tony Pollard in tow. Tony Pollard had been there at that time for, what, three years, four years, and so it was – when they drafted Zeke, and, and that was the worst possible way. And Zeke was a wonderful player for the Cowboys, mm-hmm. but they spent the most premium draft ass- asset that they've had in forever on the most devalued position relative to you know evaluation from a, a, a an asset perspective. And so the last time they went at this and they were like, you know what, let's kind of gather a hodgepodge of running backs and put it together that way was nine years ago in 2015 when they had let DeMarco Murray walk in free agency to the Philadelphia Eagles they had Joseph Randall, who was entering his third season in the NFL at that point, and they signed Darren McFadden. So they had the young guy, and they brought in Darren McFadden. And McFadden had him a year. Uh, well, Joseph Randall couldn't couldn't hang, well. and uh, you know, there's a lot to that. Yeah. And so then then McFadden was able to you know absorb the lion's share of the of the carries, and he turned in a thousand yard yeah, season. Had him a year. And so, but so that's what I'm saying. Like Darren McFadden was an awesome TV. You know what I mean? Like, like he was a great TV. So it wasn't. It wouldn't have been worth paying. You know, the extra money then, and that's not to say every situation is apples and apples and apples, but in this particular instance, because of the surplus of players who are available, I think you're fine just kind of spinning the wheel with whatever brand you want, as long as they're all the same price. Now, I do take some solace in an interview that we had, you and I, uh, he gave you a pillow, I didn't get anything, when Pollard sat down with us at the Super Bowl. And he uh, said he didn't feel right until Carolina, so what... If that is in fact true, and, and the powers that be know what a fully functioning Tully Pollard is, and quite frankly, it's been a minute since we saw it, maybe if he comes in and if Pollard said, I'll take exactly what I took last year. Oh, bye. Bye. If he said, <laughs> I'll take $8 million, 
Aye. So much, even man. at eight, it's too much. Okay, so I, I wanted to get where you are. So I there's mean, no way Pollard maybe, comes maybe back. Maybe I could be coerced into a one-year, $8 million deal. You want to come back for $8 million, Tony? Okay, we're get, we're kind of getting the band back together anyway. Let's you you could be the um the violinist in the yellow card. You know what I mean? We need that. We've already got the guitar and the bass and the drummer and everything, but we need the violinist. I, I watched enough of Texas football to know that Brooks can play. The 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 what's his name? Jonathan Brooks, uh, who's listed as the uh, number oh. one running back in the draft by a lot of different services. There's a lot of people who like Blake Corum from Michigan. And Trey because, Benson, Blake you know, Corum, right, right. Bucky Irving out of Oregon, which I like a little bit as well. Uh, that esteemed guy out of Notre Dame. I'm seeing four or five guys, depending on the type of back you like, kind of rotate through. Um, I don't know. If Atlanta drafts him, he's probably pretty good. They seem to keep finding running backs. They've got four or five. So That's, that's what I'm saying. Spin two wheels here. Spin, spin the draft wheel. Spin the veteran free agent wheel. And... I just let it land on any one of these. I just if, if it, it the premise to me is if you have the opportunity to maybe pay a little bit more than you wanted to at the position, but you get a running back the ilk of Saquon, or maybe you're chasing it ain't that kind of back that I want, but I do want the comfort of knowing if I'm within five yard line, five yards, I got the built-in tush push that is Derrick Henry. Maybe that's all we're looking for here is the guaranteed yard. That Philly had the entire season of knowing that they were playing three, a four down football. Uh, maybe that's enough. And Derek might be that, whether he gets a thousand or not, but I know he's going to give me three every time I hand him the ball. That might be enough, um, depending on where this offense is going. But I just, the market is down. And, and if you don't take advantage of down markets, it's very difficult to make money at all. You have to make it money. You have to make your money when other people are losing theirs. What you is your, uh, your expression? Um, about the blood, um, about property, uh, remind me, like, buy when buy there's blood on the st- yeah. uh, on the streets, buy the land around it. That's kind of what this is, and that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. But th- there's so many of these guys, and, and again, they're all relatively interchangeable. Josh Jacobs, Tony Pollard, Saquon Barkley, Austin Eckler. You know what I mean? If any one of these dudes winds up a cowboy for six to eight million dollars, contingent upon some context, mm-hmm. e- even eight million dollars feels a bit rich. Um, it's a win. Especially if you are pairing them with a young up and comer that you've drafted, whatever. Um, because I don't think the Deuce Vaughn thing was fun for like 15 minutes, oh, and man, you know, <laughs> it was interesting. And, yeah, and uh, you know, it's kind of over now. But you need that that kind of plan for the future. So like when, one- I, when I described to my kids, I'm sorry to interrupt. When I talk about Cowboys lore with my boys, and they're like, "Well, there was a kind when the Cowboys had this quarterback named Quincy Carter," and they go, "Who? What?" There was a time when the Cowboys rolled out a starting running back that was five three. Who? What? <laughs> he had a yes. he had a Roku documentary yes. all about him he, and his journey. He, he was five three. That that story was so much fun, and if we we were just kind of trapped in that moment, you know what I mean, for like <laughs> <We were> three <laughs> months. <laughs> and That's how um, sunk. And uh, and it was really it was like his dad. This guy works can, for the team, and he's good. Uh, yeah, uh, this is going to be awesome. Um. Yeah, and so, again, draft a player, sign a veteran running back, and that's great. But you've got to be smart about it. And, and the market allows you to be kind of kind of picky because there are, there are a lot of dudes, <laughs> and they all know that, and they're probably going to wait it out. It's smart for them to wait for the right situation because if they can't get mm-hmm. the bag, at the very least they can put themselves on teams that are going to have success. Consider that Dalvin Cook waited until training camp last year to sign with the Jets. And granted, that didn't work out, but 
obviously it didn't for reasons that he couldn't have foreseen. I've been I've watched this league long enough. I'll tell you this: somebody going to jump out and overpay one of these guys because they want to be first and they want to guarantee. Some there's well, going to be a team that's going to jump out and while we say overpay, they see the market just like I do. So you I wouldn't be surprised if in the next like Saquon signs in the next month if in fact released and all that for like 12 and a half for that, three or four years. Somebody going to jump in and then the next back will go for eight cuz everybody else is going to go, "Well, if that's the rest, I'm staying away." And then we'll those see are the teams that are are in positions to spend mm-hmm. because like uh like Pledge did a, a great video for our social channels talking about how, you know, like most people, he wouldn't advocate for spending running backs, but you look at the position the Texans are in. They're right. ripe with cash. You no know what I'm saying? It, like yeah. yeah, like go go now. Like I think as another example, this is somewhat related. It's more of a tangent, but I think the Indianapolis Colts should consider placing the franchise tag on Michael Pittman Jr. And I don't think that Michael Pittman Jr. is that good, but, but. they have the cash to burn because they have Anthony Richardson on a rookie contract. You have to soup things up when your quarterback is cheap because at a certain point, your quarterback's going to make something like $60 million, and then it gets a lot more difficult. And so teams like that are just in different, more unique circumstances. And hopefully, from a financial perspective, players like Saquon or whoever are able to benefit from that and take advantage of that. 